from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast episode on the practical application of influence. So really, the the topic uh, for this podcast episode has been on my mind for a little while, but I I saw something on LinkedIn, um, just one of those little picture quotes out there that kind of gave me the inspiration to actually sit down and do this podcast episode. And uh, the little picture quote that I saw was, you don't learn culture from a PDF. And that was really talking about you can't learn much about an organization's culture by flipping through a PDF document or their mission, vision and statement um, or strategic plan or something like that. That's in an electronic document like you actually have to visit the organization or be in it to, to get a taste of the culture and kind of a spin off of that. You you can't really you, you can't really learn influence from just reading a book. You can study the principles of leadership and influence, but to actually learn it and get to have real hands-on knowledge of how to apply it, you actually have to go do it, right? It's not just theoretical. And influence principles can be studied, but they must be applied to be learned, right? I can teach you about leadership and influence all day long, but for you to truly learn the material, you've got to get out there and apply it. And that's sometimes tough to do, right? Of course, because it's like when we learn to speak any foreign language, we learn a few words, but that's not mastery of the language. And leadership is the language of influencing people, right? So when I start to learn the principles of influence, I can learn a few principles, but I haven't yet mastered the entire language. But with more practice comes improvement. So absolutely, we want to be conscious of studying the principles, but you've got to get out there and apply them. And here's the thing, and this is one reason it's so important. You hear Mac and I talk a a lot about continuous growth and continuous learning and, you know, the, the leadership drip or the steady you know, regularly, consistent, daily learning. Because leadership and influence isn't really about doing something different so much as it is being someone different. And in order to do that, you have to change and grow and develop your character. But the best way to do that is to absorb a little bit of these principles every single day. Because it helps you keep it top of mind if you're learning and growing consistently a little bit every day. It doesn't have to be all day. I think so much of the time when we first start learning and studying the principles of influence, we get a little excited and and then we get a little not excited because, yes, there's a whole world out there that we can learn to influence other people. But then it's like, man, I already have enough to do. I'm busy. I have family. I have work. I have, you know, I have to exercise. I have to buy groceries and all of those things that go in there. And it's like, wow, I have to now add something onto the plate. But just remember your commitment to your growth doesn't have to be big, 
I mean, it can be just as quick and easy as listening to a podcast like this, right? A 15-minute podcast on a regular basis or reading like Mac's commitment to himself is reading one paragraph a day, right? Make your commitment so small you know you have time for it. There is no excuse not to get it done. So, but the reason is, is because that helps us absorb it and it helps us grow so that when the opportunity arises, we, we don't have to think about it. You probably remember when you learned to drive a car and you, you get in the car to begin with and sure you're excited to learn to drive, but you don't know really how to drive. You know you don't really know how to drive, but someone is there to help mentor you and tell you what to do and, you know, push your foot on the brake or put your foot on your gas. Or if you're like me, you grew up driving a car that had three pedals and you have two feet and there was already a problem there, right? So as you start to learn how to drive, you have to think about it really hard. I got to check how fast I'm going and keep an eye on the rearview mirror and which side of the road do I drive on anyway. And so you're really having to consciously work to do that as you learn to master that skill. But then now, years later, how many times have you driven home from work and you you get home and you wonder who drove? Like you don't even remember driving. You're just there all of a sudden because you're you've mastered that skill. You've mastered driving. You don't have to think about it anymore. It's just something that you do. You know how to do it. It just happens. You don't have to consciously think about it, right? So you're not stressed when when it comes to driving. Now, unless you get into something like an unfamiliar city or heavy super traffic or Atlanta rush hour, but generally just on your day home from work or going to the gym or the grocery store, like you really don't even have to think about how fast or hard to push the brake or or the gas. It just it's just something you do. And that's why it's so important to have a regular growth plan because you want to internalize these leadership principles so that they're just something you know how to do and you don't have to think about how to do it. You don't have to be intentionally, consciously using your brain to do it. Because here's the thing, our brains don't really like to think because thinking requires energy. And just biologically, your body doesn't like to expend energy. That's why we don't like to exercise. That's why it's not any fun. Your body's kind of like, hey, let's it's comfortable to just sit around on the couch and be comfortable. Why would we want to get out and go go get out of breath, right? Your body is just wired to say, hey, let's let's stay comfortable. This is a good thing. But we know that, you know, when it comes to being healthy, we have to be intentional about exercise. But your brain is kind of the same way when it comes to thinking. It's like, no, I don't want to have to think. That uses up calories and energy and it takes thought. And I mean, thinking takes a lot of energy. I I read somewhere that your brain takes like 300 calories a day. Your brain. And it's not doing anything but sitting there, right? But it, it needs that much energy to get all of those thought processes around. So it just, our brains don't like to have to work that hard. So the more that we can internalize leadership or influence principles so that we don't have to work that hard to think about them, to do them, they just become part of who we are. And that naturally leads into part of what we do because we're not having to think about it. We just know automatically which foot goes where, how hard to press the brake or the gas, we inter- we you know we just internalize knowing 
how to talk to someone, how to connect to someone. Some of the little things that we can do to build our trust and influence so that we're not having to think so hard about it. It's just a part of who we are and therefore, by extension, a natural part of what we do. So it's interesting because the same leadership principles that help us have effective teams are also the same leadership and influence principles that help us have effective families. And so if you learn to be effective at influence at home, it will help you be more effective at influencing at work and vice versa. Doesn't matter where you first start to master the principles, it's, it's going to translate to any situation where you are. Because when you grow and develop yourself and who you are as a person, you're going to carry that with you everywhere you go. But back to the, the whole point of where I started out this, that, that thought pattern to begin with, it's not enough to just read the principles. We actually have to apply them because that's where real learning takes place. There's absolutely, I mean, it's incredibly valuable to read. There's no doubt that that, that can be a powerful way to help us grow and develop but to actually truly learn to do the principles, we've got to get out there and apply them. And that's going to be a bit messy sometimes because sometimes we're going to get it wrong. It's like when you learn to talk that language. I love that analogy because you you learn how to talk another language. You start learning a few words, but you're not always going to be able to pronounce them the correct way or string them together into a sentence to begin with. And so, but you you have to get out there and kind of stumble around to get better at it. Influence principles are the same way. They have to be practically applied. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong, but that's going to help you learn how to get it right. That's the practical application. And so that's one of the reasons in my new book, The Ladder of Influence, I included um, application tips. Like there's a, a list of how to apply this principle at home, how to apply this principle at work, because absolutely we, we want to learn the principles and internalize them and think about them, but then we actually have to go out and do it. And sometimes we just need a little help of what that looks like. Like, what are the actual practices that help me apply this principle? Now, the difference, a principle is a principle and always is going to apply in a situation. The practice might be different. So for example, the principle of connecting with people, that's that's always important. Wherever you go, whatever your environment you're in, connecting with someone on, a, on an emotional human level is going to help you communicate with them better, build more trust, build more influence. But how you do that is going to be different from culture to culture or society or might be even different in different parts of the country, might be different practical application from male to female or in a business environment, right? So the principle stays the same. You've got to connect with people. But how you do that, whether you shake their hand or give them a hug, is the practice. And that will be different. So that's why it's helpful to learn, absolutely learn the the principles, the underlying principles of influence, but then also the practical applications. And some of that we just have to learn by doing. And absolutely part of that, we're going to learn what doesn't work. That's okay. That's, that's part of growth. And it's kind of like when 
a, a toddler pulls up and learns to walk, right? They pull up and they take a step and they fall down. And they pull up and they take a step and they fall down the other direction. And they might do that over and over again. And then they pull up and they take a step and they fall down and bump their head on the furniture, right? And then they're crying. But at the end of the day, they finally get up and they take a few steps and they sit down. And the next time they'll take a few more steps and pretty soon they're running all over the house. But we don't call it failing to learn to walk. We call it learning, right? Just because they get up and take a couple steps and fall down, we don't call that failure. We call that learning. And it's the same way when it comes to learning how to practically apply influence principles. We're going to have to apply them. We're going to get it wrong and we're going to make mistakes. But as long as we get up and keep trying, it's not failure. Yes, it's going to be a little bit messy. Yes, we're going to get it wrong. And nobody likes to get things wrong. But at the end of the day, that is how we as humans learn. So we actually have to, yes, study the, the principles, absorb them, because that's going to help us be more comfortable subconsciously or unconsciously with pulling them out in the right moment. But at the end of the day, reading and studying is not enough. We actually have to get out and practically apply some of those principles. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just the nature of it. But the, the more that we can do that and the sooner we can do that, the easier that learning curve is going to be. So if you're if you're going to fail forward, so to speak, fail forward fast because you can get better faster. Right. The more practice you get, the more improvement that can come with that practice, then the quicker you're going to get there. So the best way I know how to how to suggest going about that is, is take one principle, internalize just one principle and practice it in several different situations. Work on it at home, work on it at work, work on it in your your social club, your book club or your um you know, club meetings or association events or any community event that you go to, you work anytime you have an interaction with people, that's an opportunity to work on that one principle. But start with just one. And then once you've gotten to practice that in several different situations, it'll be much easier to start working on another one. So focus on one to begin with, one area or one principle, and apply that in all of the different environments as you go through your life. And then that will give you an opportunity to really master that one. And once you've done that, then just pick another one and go on the same way, right? Because if we try to do everything everywhere all at once, all we're going to do is end up frustrating ourselves. It's kind of like trying to for that toddler to get up and instead of trying to learn to walk, they, they learn to run and play kickball and um, soccer and baseball and football all at the same time. And, and none of those can be mastered until we get that foundational law, learn to walk, right? So choose one of those first underlying foundational principles and master that and then you can work on another one and another one and another one. And before you know it, these principles will absolutely just come out of you naturally. You won't even have to think about it. It just becomes an inherent part of who you are and therefore what you do. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com 
Amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.